0: Hello everyone and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela. And I'm Jen. And today we're
1: actually gonna welcome back Melissa. As you may remember, Melissa was our Pyrex guru that we had chatted about, just all things Pyrex. So you guys loved her episode, so we brought her back and we're gonna this time we're gonna actually focus on Tupperware.
0: Yeah, super excited to get into this conversation and learn more. If you guys remember last time when we interviewed Melissa, I took like five pages of notes. So I can't wait to take more notes on Tupperware. <laughs> so let's just get right into it. Welcome, Melissa. Welcome back to Drifters Villa. So happy to have you here. Hi,
2: Daniela. Hi, Jen. Thank you so much for having me back and my my nerdiness on this stuff. <laughs> I'm so excited to have have another
0: conversation about this stuff that i love thank yeah you. <laughs> of course you you are welcome back anytime we tell all of our guests that and especially since we're just going to publicly announce this to everyone you guys love melissa's episode so much she is our number one episode for the year so far so thank you everyone who listened awesome. to the episode Yes. So excited about that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we also received a lot of positive feedback from your episode, Melissa. So it just made sense, obviously, to have you back on here and kind of continue the conversation because we briefly touched on Tupperware during the Pyrex episode. So let's just regroup here. And we're just going to start with the history of Tupperware and how Please. that came about. And just so you guys know, Melissa is basically going to take the lead in this podcast. We're going to sit back, we're going to listen, we're going to take notes, and we're going to chime in when we want to.
2: Alrighty. Well thank you so much. I'm really excited that people really that, that your listeners love the first episode and I'm hoping they like this one too. Now this one probably won't be as long because um Tupperware, you know, it it's it's very well known, just like Pyrex, but yeah. um mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. All right. So I'm going to start. You know, total nerd alert. I'm going to start with the the history of Tupperware. So get your pencils
0: ready. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going to be taking notes, and so's Jen. So <laughs> I, I,
1: I love it. I've got my pencil ready right here. So
2: let's let's go. <laughs> All right. So, um, Tupperware was invented so there was a plastics engineer now that's pretty cool a plastics engineer he worked for 3m his name was earl tupper makes sense right and um, this tupper. was right <laughs> so this was back in like the late 40s like 1945 and 1946 and he so back so like post-war and just like just like Pyrex, it's all, like, post-war stuff to where it really got popular. He was developing stuff for, like, the manufacturing industry, like, for car parts and, you know, jazz like that. Mm-hmm. So he decided that he was going to start looking at kitchenware, which is really crazy for a man to think of that, but you know i'm sure there was a wife in the 40s in the (laughs) 40s right i'm sure there was a wife at home involved but she just never gets mentioned but because it's like very odd or maybe he was like trying to like just develop containers like to um to keep like other stuff in but maybe it didn't start with kitchenware but so anyway so he developed a a um what he called a special plastics called poly tea, which was made from oily polyethylene. I know, nerd alert, right? Mm. So, so this, very chem, um,
0: very chem of you.
2: Yes. So this um so this special plastic he molded into a bowl. And he actually made the lid as well. And so when he first, you know, was introducing this, of course, the plastics in, the plastics industry was like crazy happy about this because hmm. it, plastics was kind of unknown in the 40s and people were kind of afraid of it, which is crazy because now people are kind of afraid of it again with, you know, like yeah. heating it up and all that jazz. So maybe, yeah. you know, maybe they were onto something, <laughs> but um but back then so it so he had it in like some hardware stores and some like smaller um stores that you know they wasn't like the big department stores or anything like that mm-hmm. so it really wasn't selling well and it was it was kind of like it was kind of um like they were just like transparent white and clear and you know how that yep. goes yep mm-hmm. we like pretty things you know think of pyrex pretty right (laughs) so um so he met this lady named brownie wise so brownie wise her real name was actually brownie and she was a divorced lady Mm -hmm. who fell upon this tupperware and she met with him and she says you know what I have some experience in marketing because she was a working woman and she was divorced so she you mm-hmm. know didn't she was out in the workforce and she is the one who actually took Tupperware to you know she started she took Tupperware to where the beginnings of where it is today yeah. so she met with him and she says you know what you need to to make some pretty colors you need to instead of just doing bowls you need to do um cups and you need to do like molds you know because back in the late 40s and 50s they were all about molds and like parties and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so she is the one who's she actually is responsible for developing a lot of multi-level marketing type stuff so
0: not to interrupt you so she basically invented mlm in the tupperware world it's
2: from what my research states yeah i mean there's really there's really no other evidence of you know she would have parties and she would bring them with her and there's really no evidence of anybody else doing that at that time so it really i mean in that setting so it's really it's really revolutionary i think but um so she started and you know it was it was actually a really good time because so women this was all just post-war so women who were who had to go to work with you know their men being at war the one the ladies who had to go to work a lot of them now with the men back they had to go back into the house and they were used to doing stuff on their own like um, making their own money and all this stuff and being a little, you know, independent. So this gave them an opportunity to not have to go uh, to work mm-hmm. and they can do it from home. So as I was looking and, you know, it's so cool that um and, you know, Danielle, I know we share a love for this era where people were always dressed up. They always had, mm-hmm. um, you know, just the, just the whole, the vibe the whole vibe vibe. yes so these earlier tupperware parties the the hostess there was a very strict dress code to where they had to wear like a business suit and white gloves and a pretty hat and, and um hosiery and you know just like your your 1940s early 50s like think of like the the dress and the heels and the gloves and the handbag and oh my gosh that so there was a very strict dress code and and then like the women they would come to these parties usually during the day while their children were in school and their husbands were at work And they would, they were actually parties where they would bring snacks and it was, it was like a formal gathering instead of Mm. like a, you know how it is today when we go to these things and they're like, oh yes, bring some pretzels and I'm going to make you buy this and I want you to sell it. It wasn't, the vibe wasn't (laughs) like that.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it was like, it was like an actual social event, Right. I'm sorry say that again so it was basically like a you know a big social event right yeah so, mm-hmm. yes, a lot gosh, of thought a lot really. of planning
2: went into it mm-hmm Absolutely. And they were so popular because that's what they did. And women were just so proud of their kitchens and their homes back then. Not that we're not now, but it was a big deal. Like if you had like this, this beautiful new bowl or like, Mm. you know, to put your salad in, you know, it was, it was just so different back then. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to interrupt you for a second, Melissa.
0: Uh, Sorry, sorry, I just want to interrupt you for a second. I think the reason why the the pride in the kitchen changed a little bit is because (laughs) maybe during that era, the women, yes, they were working by doing this, but they were the homemakers, right? So it was like a showpiece, a showcase to be Mm -hmm. able to have all these things in the kitchen. And now the most women, not all, but most women were working full time jobs. And yes. we're in the kitchen. It's like, okay, we love our kitchen and we want it to be functional for us, but we don't have those same elements of, like, showcasing things and having a wall of Tupperware, you know, to show people when they come in. It's it's a different – where like, I take pride in my kitchen because I just enjoy having nice kitchens, but I know for some other people, they don't have that same kind of – um feeling with it I guess yes
2: absolutely absolutely it's totally and and I know like when I go when I go places and I bring something a a lot of the times I'll go to the dollar store and I'll just get like Mm -hmm. something to throw it in that way it's easy but now that I've been you know doing the vintage kitchen now like the other um a couple about a month ago I um I had thrifted uh the famous yellow tupperware bowl now every mom had one i'm sure your mom's had them too or <laughs> you know the the yellow yep. tupperware bowl with yes the lid with the white lid yeah yep. so yep. i found one and i took potato salad in it because i think that bowl oh my was God, made that's for so potato funny. salad that's yeah, what my mom puts everybody- in
0: it <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah right? that's that's and, that's definitely like the egg salad, potato salad, yes. salad with mayonnaise
2: bowl. <laughs> yes. absolutely, and that is exactly what I did. And my mom was, my mom and my aunt were at this party, and they were cracking up. They're just like, "Who are you? This is what we did, you know, forty years ago." Mm-hmm. It's just so funny. But getting back to the, you know, I'll veer off. But but so um so getting back to you know these earlier parties, like so the hostess, so the way so the hostess would bring a Tupperware bowl. So the first, so, like the original bowl was called a wonder bowl because you know you wondered if it would keep the food fresh because everybody was used to mm-hmm. glass jars and like those pyrex fridges everything was glass so people were afraid of plastic and so the earlier hostesses like brownie wise she would put water in the bowl and she would throw it around the ladies' house now could you imagine those 1950s ladies throwing water around their house it's just no. crazy what no Mm -mm. i know it's just it's nuts so she would put water in one of these airtight tupperware bowls and there's a certain way that they they marketed it like they said you have to put one side down the other side down and then it will make like a burping sound to know that i was gonna say when
1: when did that you i remember that you always had to like
2: hear the Mm -hmm. like yeah yeah, like
1: yeah the burping sound that's the best way to put it (laughs) in order to know that the seal was actually sealed
2: (laughs) yes it's just so crazy and so that was like the big marketing thing and I was reading that you know women would put grape juice and stuff in there could you imagine because you know like those 1950s houses they were like probably all white and they had their formal dining room could you imagine Mm -hmm. these I mean I would just be going bananas but
0: (laughs) and everything was was carpet then too like the kitchens were carpet (laughs) right it's just crazy
2: i could just see all these like women in their formal gathering you know having like jello and stuff around and then they're throwing bowls around it's so funny so they did this for a few years and then Mm -hmm. um earl tupper he um he actually made Brownie Wise VP of marketing back in nineteen fifty-one because she did such wow. an amazing job. So mm-hmm. so she, you know, in the early fifties, women did just did not have powerful not titles like this. So this was just like a big huge deal. Yeah. So and then so in the nineteen fifties, they um they added like the there's a Wonder Bowl collection to where they started making the pretty pastel colors like the pink Mm -hmm. the yellow the blue there's a jadeite green and they started making like the popsicle molds the jello molds and then the um like the um what is it called it was called a susan where it was like a lazy susan like with the different compartment things like the the vegetable tray thing so they made those then came the cake carriers and the pie carriers and all that stuff so in the 50s tupperware became a multi-million dollar company to where in 1954 it was it was stated that they made about 25 million on these indoor parties and wow. which today's prices that'd be like 230 million it says
0: that is insane
2: that That's crazy, crazy. that's Just crazy like- Right, and these were just women in their homes meeting with their friends, having fun. I'm really jealous honestly of these women, <laughs> <laughs> and they were making so so I guess the way they set up like their multi level marketing it's it's completely different from what you know they do now, I guess, to where they had a bigger cut into things and then like they Mm. would have like this big party at the end of the year and they would give these big prizes and like so it's stated here um when I was reading just a little about it because I did some more research you know I knew a lot about it before but I did a little bit more research that even husbands were getting in on the game and that was like unheard of you know so yeah yeah this is very
0: the, this is very reminiscent of uh LulaRoe and the husbands going in right. on LuLaRoe too. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. Oh my god. Did you watch that special? Yes, I LuLaRoe? did. Did you oh, watch yeah. it in Oh yeah. I
1: watched I, I definitely watched it. Yeah.
2: Oh my gosh. I don't know. So, crazy. It was so crazy. Whenever it's nuts. So whenever and it's just me, you know, I was never a big Roe fan. Because no I was to see a plus size woman in printed leggings. Just thank you very much. <laughs> but um whenever I'm at like the thrift stores, mm-hmm. I, I look at it and I'm just like I cringe because I'm just like I can't. I I I just literally can't. No. Yeah. And it's oh. everywhere. It is yes. because everybody gave all their stuff yep. away. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So sure. it's just crazy. But the way they set up their company, it was more formal and mm-hmm. it, it mm-hmm. to me, I'm just so jealous. So and another thing, and I do know this is true. From Tupperware, it was really nice because it wasn't just like your white suburban housewife. It was rural women, it was women in areas, you know, there were um, of all colors, all creeds, and, and all. All of that because everybody had friends, they all yes. cooked, and they all wanted to make money, so that was a beautiful thing about Tupperware was it included everybody and the best part is with Tupperware, a lot of women who didn't speak English who were immigrants because you know their communities they were all they all spoke their language, so they started actually bringing in like interpreters from different languages to speak to the distributors and stuff. It's just amazing. Of, it's so smart. You know, no one, yes. And no it's one so knows smart. all this. I mean, yeah. it's, just, yeah. it's just crazy of how every, everybody was included, which is what I love about it.
1: Well, it's funny because like, I think that they are really smart in that sense because it's like.
2: At Evernorth Health
0: Services, we believe costs
2: shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible.
1: Every woman had pride in the food that they made, the kitchen that they cooked in, you know, taking care of the food afterwards, you know, like um, leftovers were really important too, all that kind of stuff. So it was like smart for them to realize, like, no, we're not just going to mark this to like, like you said, white suburban women. It's like every woman cooks. It's like, and every woman has friends. Right. So, and it's funny because even, even to this day, sometimes I remember hearing like, sometimes MLM parties are, are, are referred to as Tupperware parties. Yes. I don't know if you guys have heard that, right? It is. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it sure is. It's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, well, that's where it comes from. Because it is. It's like that kind of was the first company to really at least hone in. Maybe not the first one to do it all, but to hone in on their that skill and like really be able to branch out. And that's why it got, I think, so popular that even today in 2022 – we're still talking about
2: Tupperware. You know, it's pretty crazy. absolutely. And you know what's funny? So once upon a time, I was actually an MLM person for another company and it just wasn't for me. But, um, but I think that Tupperware, even now, Tupperware still has the respect of, you know, if you go to a Tupperware party, you know that it's going to be high quality. You know, it's going to, it's just going to be great, and they're not going to pressure you. It just seems like it has a larger respect than, you know, other MLM companies, and I think that's why, too, I think. Well, just I'll be honest opinion. with you. I think
1: if I was, I would be excited to be invited to a Tupperware party as opposed to being invited to a LuLaRoe party.
2: <laughs> oh, my God, yes. It's crazy. So, like, if, I, if I'm if i invited to one more, like, nail sticker party, I'll probably kill myself. Oh, my
0: God. Color Street. Yes.
2: But, Yes, but like I actually went to an actual Tupperware party two years ago during COVID. Don't tell anybody, but um, (laughs) and it was amazing because it was so cool. So I remember as a kid, like my mom worked full time. You know, I Mm -hmm. I didn't have a mom who stayed in the home. She always worked, and um, so I remember going to a Tupperware party with her, and I was really little. And I remember seeing at that time, you know, I'm I was a 1980s kid, so the. Tupperware I remember all being orange and yellow and I remember all the kids sat in a corner because they had Tupperware for kids and we all played with like these Tupperware toys and it was like a big deal and we all had fun and And I'm thinking that's really cool smart. I remember that and Again, I was like Fop. smart yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. So the crazy. fact that that like stuck with
1: you in memory, you know. And, and it's so funny, you know, Melissa, that we're having this conversation too, just about Tupperware. Because um, recently, my aunt, she just moved out of San Diego. Um, she had lived here for, for about 40 years. And she was a big, like, she's a stay at home mom, always, you know, cooking and had beautiful everything in her kitchen, right? And Uh I remember one of the things when she was cleaning out her kitchen is that she gave me, and I was so excited, her giant jade bowl Tupperware. It's huge. It's like the biggest size with the actual lid on it. And I remember just being like, yes, I do want that. Because she's like, I'm going to get rid of this. I'm like, no, 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 no. And so, and it's funny because my other aunt was like, where's that big green bowl I wanted? (laughs) (laughs)
2: So <laughs> like I got it so <laughs> I got it and it's mine I know yeah. it's so crazy because like we've talked about you know vintage kitchen and and stuff and I think it's becoming so popular because we're all nostalgic we all see mm-hmm. something that you know our moms or our grandmas or our aunts had and it's so it's just so cool and I just I don't know I love it but you know and
1: I think yeah. and I think Melissa too I think a lot of it is just that we're in a society now where everything is just so disposable, right? Everything is just so wasteful. You had mentioned before, like, and I've done this before too, where sometimes you would go to parties and I'd go to the 99 cent store and get like a Tupperware container that I knew, or or not Tupperware, sorry, just plastic container Mm -hmm. that I would be like, I could use this once and it can get thrown away and I don't care. And I think a lot of people think that, right? But now it's like, I think that on top of our clothing, right? We're also thinking to sustainability. Right. And how can we, um, reuse things and, you know, buy things that are of good quality. And that's the thing. We all knew that this stuff, our grandmothers, our mothers are the ones who like, you know, stood behind these products. And like I said, my aunt gave me this bowl and it's still being used. Like, and I know that that's like a 30 year old bowl, you know what I mean? And and she gave me some more pirates. Yeah. Yeah. And it, still, and it still works and it still does the job. So I think that's why people are gravitating more towards um, vintage as well, because the quality is there.
2: Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. and I always say vintage is best and I haven't always been that way, but now like my kitchen, like I have like, um so like from the 1980s, I have the The actual, they're called servalier Tupperware bowls and containers where they had the container and then they had the lid and it had like a, um, it had like a, um, a certain design on the top and they were minor orange. Because you know that's what my mom had, and all this stuff, and it's just, it just, it just feels so cool. And also, you're right; the quality is there. I mean, it works; it doesn't come apart, and it doesn't stain. And it's just, oh, yeah,
1: staining. That's
2: the thing. <laughs> I mean, we do yeah. a lot of pasta in my house, and it doesn't stain because you know you throw it out after two uses. That other stuff,
0: it's yeah. just, it's just because so
2: it looks
0: great Nobody it. wants stained plastic. i <laughs>
2: absolutely so this went. so getting back to brownie wise and her parties so this went on for like she had about a good 10 years with doing this and you know they invented this empire they they had like this all of these you know and they didn't call them they called them hostesses at the party but they didn't like um they didn't call them like reps. I mean, you know, they were always known as like the Tupperware lady, you know, kind of like the Avon lady, Mm -hmm. but um, they were actually, you know, their own, they were called um, like contractors. So they were getting their 1099s and stuff back then and which made their husbands, you know, like this is an actual business. This isn't like something that, you know, my wife is just doing and it, it created a lot of pride. So, Mr. Tupper, around 1958, he was like, wow, I'm a millionaire and I don't want to be a plastics engineer anymore. I don't, or if that's what they're called. Um, So, he was looking to sell his company because he had made all these millions and he wanted to, you know, settle down and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, So he started looking for buyers for Tupperware and he realized that, you know it may not be as marketable to sell if he had a woman in such a high you know position so because it looks as though like brownie wise got very popular like everybody knew her but she didn't but they people didn't know mr earl tupper so they mm. kind of created a lot of you know friction because she was getting all of this praise and you know everything all the ideas were hers, and you know, he was kind of you know, kind of not liking that. So he fired her actually in nineteen fifty-eight. And because they didn't have a formal contract, he just up and fired her one day. Wow. So she ended up suing the corporation and she received a settlement of about thirty thousand dollars for all her hard work from a multi million dollar company. Unbelievable. So they're really- I know that really stinks, and, and then you know, Mr. Tupper, he ended up selling it for sixty million dollars to Rexall. So it still, you know, has the Tupperware name and the quality and stuff, but you know, he just didn't own it anymore. And yeah. you know, Brownie, good old Brownie, you know, she didn't get much, which, no. which sucks. I know, and I was reading, yeah. I know. I was reading more about her, and like, it looks as though like. She, she worked for a cosmetics company, and you know, but she never really did get the the praise the that recognition she that she deserves Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but um, I also read that the the modern Tupperware company they so the modern Tupperware company somewhere in Florida there is like a a little museum in like a Brownie Wise Park where they they gave her a little recognition and there's like some of like her stuff on display so it's pretty cool that you know I think it was in the late 90s that they did this so I'm not sure if Mm -hmm. it's still there but she did get recognition you know after she passed away so that's pretty that's pretty mean
1: wow what what an
2: interesting story though my goodness it's crazy isn't it -hmm. so but yeah, so those earlier those earlier Tupperware um bowls, they're called Wonder Bowls, and they have a distinct little Tupperware, a picture of a seal on it. So have you ever seen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, if you find Tupperware that has the picture of Tupper the Seal, that's like a big deal because you know mm-hmm. that those were made in either the nineteen forties before nineteen fifty-eight. So if you find those in the, in the wild, those are pretty special.
0: What would you say is the resale value on something like that? Honestly. So
2: since the, the problem with Tupperware, it's not like Pyrex. Yeah. Unfortunately it doesn't, the resale isn't, it's not amazing like like pyrex like some pyrex pieces they're selling for a couple thousand dollars you know those big crazy ones that nobody can find so i would say but you can also find tupperware at a thrift store for really cheap so yes. sometimes i'll go to a thrift store and, and you know they're very distinct when you see them they're always bright colored they have lids and so you could pick those up for a couple dollars and if they're in really, really good shape and if they are those earlier ones, they're maybe selling for, you know, in the $30 range. So it's not a, it's not a crazy resale. Like you're not going to make a ton of money off of Tupperware, even when yeah. it's in good shape, but it's just because it's so saturated. I think there's so mm. much Tupperware. Mm-hmm. Out there, but you know what? I think it's more of a nostalgia thing. So I know I pick it up just because I love it, and you know I do rese- I do resell it, but I'm not looking for you know huge, to make yeah. a ton mm-hmm. of yeah. It's not huge, huge bucks, but it's pretty cool because like you know, just like the Pyrex, you know, people will say, "Oh my God, Melissa." I- I have to have that bowl because my grandma had it and I can see, see the tuna salad yep I can see the tuna salad in that bowl I mean mm-hmm. it's just it's more of a feel-good transaction
1: so then Melissa do to, you yeah. do you find that people that it doesn't sit for very long when you when you do list it
2: yes um it really just depends so I have one of the I actually have I have one of the original wonder bowls from the 40s that I found at a thrift store and it's not in great shape because you know it's been well used I mean it, my god it's like 70 years old <laughs> and it's been it's been sitting in my poshmark closet for a long time and it's partly because I don't want to sell it and it's way overpriced <laughs> so <laughs>
1: we all do that we're all guilty of that oh, yes it's
2: that goes but um honestly the the bowls i put up that were from especially mm-hmm. the 70s and the 80s because it's more of like our and even the 90s it's more of our generation gotcha. that's they, they go quick they go really okay fast. Yeah. so for our listeners
1: like that is going to be like you said your big round bowls with the with that are solid right colored yes that mm-hmm. are going to be you know all those funky colors right from the 70s and the 80s so like you said yellow avocado
2: green browns all those kind of things right absolutely so especially so like the bowl that you have Jen yeah Mm -hmm. those bowls those jade green ones um especially the pastel yellow ones Mm -hmm. those big ones if they have the lid oh my gosh, they fly off they fly off I mean because a lot of them don't have the lid the lid is very hard to find
1: yeah the one that she gave me like I said it's like it's like it's just giant Gigantic, the one I should bring it out of the garage and show you guys. Uh And it has like it does have the lid on it and everything too. Because I'm just like I don't know what I'm going to put in this, but I'm going to figure it out. A lot of potato salad, (laughs) I know.
2: (laughs) And then I'll get people. It's so funny, like my cousins, you know. And they, they, my cousins, ruin it for me. And I don't know if the listeners, it doesn't go well for resale. But they're like, Melissa, that's the bowl we used to puke in. I mean, that bowl was used for everything. And I'm just like, stop. Just stop. You're ruining it for me. Right, you're ruining mm-hmm. it. But it's, it's just... But it is kind of true. Like, my mom used that bowl for everything. Like, we didn't puke in it because she, like... She, like, took pride in her stuff. Right. Right. didn't. But, um... <laughs> but, I mean, it was used for everything. Like, I mm-hmm. remember, like, her putting cake mix in it. Like Like, it was just everything. It was always on the table. I think she had fruit in it for a while. I don't know. It was just... <laughs>
1: so so melissa would you recommend if people do find these bowls these wonder bowls that you're telling them but they don't have the lid for example is it still worth
2: a pickup i think honestly if you want to use it at home for Mm -hmm. you know your everyday absolutely it pick it up but honestly it's um i noticed that thrift stores they don't really put a lot of Tupperware um, bowls out if they don't have the lid. So, now speaking of lids, you have to be really careful with lids because you have to look at them really carefully because once the dishwasher age came about, people Mm. would. Now, the bowls were okay to put in the dishwasher like after they said they were dishwasher safe, which I believe was in the 1980s. Yeah. But the lids would get warped because they would, and then they don't go on very well so if you have these if you to pick up or the listeners if you pick up these bowls and they have a lid make sure that it seals properly if you want to resell it or if you want to use it at home if you want it to work properly and that goes for the canisters It goes for anything like they they just got warped after a while from being put in the dishwasher but my goodness if you find if you find one of those big bowls and that plastic lid works. Oh my gosh, it's heaven. It's like it's like heaven. If you want to keep it for home that's amazing, but reselling if it has that lid, it 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 goes very quickly.
0: It kind of goes with like our with our Pyrex conversation, right? Where if the Pyrex has if it's a Pyrex that had a lid of some sort or Corningware yes. that had a lid, that's worth way more than just the single piece itself.
2: Absolutely. And you can find you can order replacement lids. From, I believe, the same place that has, um, the pyrex replacement lids but it's just not the same you know you want that no. original lid
0: yeah, but like absolutely. if you're just
2: going to use it at home and you want a lid i mean why not but you know yeah. it's just not the same so absolutely. so don't put your tupperware just like the pyrex don't put it in the dishwasher no uh, never do yeah, that never i know people that do that and ah. oh my gosh it's just i'm just like stop now honestly i'm guilty because um
0: The, the
2: Pyrex, especially that I use at home for my everyday, those go in the dishwasher because I'm not—I don't care if they're going to fade or not. Well, but,
0: and the modern yeah. Pyrex is so affordable now too, yes. where it's like, okay, so I've ruined a lid. It, I, the lids nowadays are known for cracking, no matter what. Uh, the old ones—they don't crack like the new ones do. So mm-hmm. if I really need it, I can go to Walmart because Walmart has them, and I can oh go get them there
2: exactly but yeah yeah. but I mean even like my my antique ones that I have that I use like for holidays they go in the dishwasher because I'm not reselling them and
0: yeah those are
2: my my workhorses, and I'm not going to scrub that one you know (laughs) but (laughs) you know it's just it's just crazy so recently and I know we talked about this in the last podcast um so recently um the fabulous Mrs. Maisel that show. I love Mrs. Maisel. I still haven't seen it yet but I'm going to. You need to. I should I know it has all my favorite stuff in it from what I hear. Mm -hmm. Tupperware just released a a vintage throwback set of bowls and they're so cute and of course I had to have them and honestly for four bowls I want to say it was like in the 30s dollar range like high 30s which actually isn't bad for four bowls that you're going to use over and over again
0: so I'm looking at them right now because I looked at them last night as we uh-huh. were getting ready for the episode uh-huh. and some of them are some of them are marked down right now but oh my goodness are they adorable and I want them Aren't so they- the vintage this the vintage five-piece set is on sale mm-hmm. for $69 but like oh,
2: so it is more I didn't I didn't spend that much Ooh, yeah okay.
0: five-piece bowl for $69 it, oh, it, wow. comes, it has a three cup a four cup an eight cup an 11 a cup and a 17 cup so yep, yeah but I they're have... beautiful they're like all pastel have... very um very like spring 50s pastel colors yellow blue yes. green pink very cute
1: i, I will yes. say part part of that show i do like seeing the kitchen
0: Yes, it's the best part.
1: <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I see that stuff. I'm like oh, the that's kitchen. So cute. I mean,
0: her outfits are cute too. But like, cause yeah. I mean, that that kind of makes the whole show is her outfits. Right. But just like to be in the apartments and the houses and the way that <laughs> they look, there's just something about that show that's just so special.
1: Well, it's funny. Oh, I, I got off camera for a second because I wanted to go find that bowl. But oh, did you it find in, it? No. Well, it's in the kitchen, of course, because, like, I thought it was in, like, my extra storage area, but it's in the kitchen, and I don't want my daughter to see me. But I did find the lid, though, but this is the <laughs> lid to it. Ah! Yep, that's like, it's the huge one, and it does say, this says Tupperware on it. Um, this is yeah. probably from the 80s, though, but it's got, like, you know, I always remember you had to, like, push this middle yes. button, right, to, like, yes. seal it. And it does say made in the USA, Tupperware, Orlando, Florida. And it says seal Tupper, let's see, seal 224 9. Things I've never noticed before, but right. They
2: all have numbers. And honestly, Mm -hmm. so if you find a, so I know Tupperware. I know Tupperware. I guess I'll call them Tupperware ladies because that's what they call themselves. So I'm I'm being correct. But um, I know some ladies who've been selling it for like forty some years, and they that's always crazy. say that you know it has a lifetime warranty. But you know it's very it's hard to get those lids and all this stuff. But everyone yes. has a number, and they are still made in the USA because I believe that the um the actual corporate office and everything is still in orlando so that's pretty cool
1: cool oh yeah there's like a little seal on it too like an actual seal oh d- so, drawn that, on one, it.
2: so yeah. that one my darling is mm-hmm. made it's it's not from the 80s it's probably from the 50s or 60s oh because it has the seal on it Look at yeah, that and gin. it's a
0: green yes, you know, it's, like
2: yeah Now, is it like that really pretty green like that um the jadeite green I, probably I know what
1: green you're talking about I I
2: know I think it's like avocado green
1: It's not um like green. yeah I'll have to I'll have to look at it. dang it. I wish I could go get it but I know if I go okay. in that kitchen I'm not coming back to the podcast. <laughs> no, that's
0: okay. I totally
1: remember I Melissa, totally remember Melissa I'll days. send you a picture. I'll have to send you a picture okay. then, so you can see. But I don't think it's I know what you're talking about the jade green. Like it is a very beautiful
2: kind of Almost bluey, right? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Honestly, that is a very sought-out bowl that you have there, dear. Wow. Well, wow. Well, so. well. Yeah. And since <laughs> it's so special from your family, you know, I would never oh, yeah. give it. I would never no. get rid of it. No, no, I won't get rid of this. Like I said, yeah. I
1: know I, I remember this. Yeah. Like exactly. this bowl from all my family, you yeah. know, yeah. gatherings and everything. Because yeah, I like you said, it's the nostalgia and it's like the yeah. memories that are tied to it. So, um, I think that's why a lot of us too, are gravi- we gravitate towards kitchenware, right? And I, and yeah. I think that that's one of the first entryway vintage things that a lot of people do. I know for myself, I, I definitely have been like that. Like I started out with, with Pyrex because my mom gave me her Pyrex set and I've kept Aww. it for these whole years. I have the wheat collection one. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's funny, I always tell this story because I always really liked Pyrex and, um. I started kind of looking into it and seeing, you know, what are some um, pieces and collections that are people looking for? And I remember seeing that the um, the powder blue, the, the prairie, not the prairie one, like the pioneer one. Oh gosh, I always forget oh, the that's name the of the butter it. print. The yeah, butter print. called butter print. Yep. And it was like, I, I remember, I always tell this story and I'm sure I've told it, my listeners this story before, but um, I was driving around in Massachusetts and people leave out stuff that they want to get rid of at the curb all the time and i found i saw that big blue bowl color while wow. i was driving and i pulled over really fast and it was the buttercream but it was the giant bowl from the
2: set oh, they the had cinderella bowl number
1: four 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 yeah so I, I i picked it up i i grabbed it and i put it on facebook marketplace and i sold it for over fifty dollars like just yeah. like that you know, yep. super quickly, which I'm sure I, I underpriced it. But I was like, hey, from free to 50 bucks. I'm happy with that.
2: <laughs> yeah, Heck yeah. I mean, those are very popular. It's just the it's just the colors. And it's, yeah. they're so distinct. Like you saw it on the side of the road. It, it's just so distinct. Exactly.
1: Exactly. So, well, that's no, that's so great. So really, you know, like you said, is there any other condition issues or anything when people are going out and looking um, for these bowls or are there any like that? Bowl Tupperware bowls that you can think of that you're just like don't even bother
2: to pick Honestly, these up. Mm-hmm. I would say like the um for resale. Now, if you're going to use it at home, yeah. they're all good okay. because the quality's there. But yeah. for resale, like anything from like the 2000s and even the 90s, like um like the the white and blue ones were from the 90s, and I know that one. So I was married in the year 2000, and my canisters, they were white and blue. And honestly, people want the the vintage ones. They want the pretty pastel ones. Mm-hmm. Or they want the ones from the 70s and 80s because it makes them feel, you know, more nostalgic. So I think as the years go on, I really wouldn't, for resale, pick anything up that is probably early 90s or or later, okay. honestly. Good to, know.
0: Good to know. I'm on their website right now because... I, uh-huh. this is just what I do and <laughs> they have they have a a whole section called Tupperware Classic Shop and oh, that's yeah. and it's called Now Open you don't want to miss these classic or vintage Tupperware finds the best vintage shop on the block dive in pull on all your nostalgia heartstrings I think they're all new pieces I don't think they're you know yeah so there's the first thing that comes up is the vintage get it all tumbler um I I know that my mom still has these but without the lid I don't yeah. remember ever having the lid to these growing up but maybe because I destroyed them as a child um I need them
1: right oh yeah people them. people use these lids. like I'm looking at my lid and I can even see there's like cut marks on it yep. like that you like people you know you put it down and like would cut like yep. fruit Dust. or something up here like these
2: things went through the ringer oh my gosh yes they they, yes they have so so like my yellow bowl that I picked up at the thrift store it's it's similar it's the same one that you have Jen but not as (laughs) mine's like the um pastel yellow like if you have the blue green one it's gorgeous um and I have like utensil marks in the bottom of mine and it's just (laughs) like this whole and I think to myself like anybody else would be like oh it's you can tell the use and I'm like oh my gosh but do you know how many women or how many like cake mixes were made in Mm -hmm. this bowl and it's to me it's just so special and my mom won't really part with any of hers yet so oh
0: yeah no yeah my mom's not parting with
1: no no I was I was lucky because like my mom you know we we grew up and we um we moved around a lot when I was a kid you know and so it was like um, always getting rid of things, you know, like getting new stuff and new place oh, okay. or whatever. But my aunt, you know, she stayed in the same house for over 40 oh, wow. years. You wow. know what I mean? So she never left and she definitely was the type of person that got really good stuff and held on to it. And so right. with her just moving, you know, when she was like, I'm cleaning out my kitchen, come over and see what I have. I was like in the car already I by the time that she was cup. saying that. Cause I'm just like, I know you have good stuff. You know, I, I, I haven't even talked about like the crystal that I got from her and the pyrex that I got from her. Cause I was just like, yeah, because I know, like you said, it's just like, there's, there's a lot of memories tied to a lot of this stuff. And I, I like the wear on it. Like it's as long as it's clean. That's all I care about. <laughs>
2: exactly. And don't get me wrong, like I I scrubbed it really good because you know, I'm thinking, did people have their feet in here? Like what do they do? You know it's <laughs> the throw like, up, the throw who up knows <laughs> that big bowl. Right. Who knows that big bowl? But it's just like it's so cool. And there's a um there's a couple vintage Tupperware Facebook groups I belong to. Oh, that's and, a good um, tip for, for our listeners. Mm -hmm. Yes, I wanted to mention that, especially like with Pyrex too, because I don't think I did on the first podcast, but um, there is, there are, there are a few really good groups that, so if I pick something up, I just send a picture to the group and it's mostly like older Tupperware ladies who have been in the business forever and they'll tell me, they would be like, this is what it's called. This is when it was made. This is what it's worth. Because they just love and take such good, they take such pride in their craft. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's just, it's amazing. So they have like these um, steamers back in the 70s. And these, if you see these in the stores, everybody. So they made these, they were yellow. They were harvest yellow because it was the 70s. These vegetable and rice steamers, so it's like there's a square one and there's an oval one, and it'll have a lid, the actual um, steamer part um, to where it's plastic and white and it goes inside. And then the the bowl, of course, they are amazing because they work so well. Like I mashed potatoes in those. I mean, my mom has done it for years. My mom has probably made mashed potatoes in hers since I was a kid. Like, you just, like, you throw the potatoes in there, in the little steamer part, you put the water underneath and throw it in the microwave. I mean, it's just amazing. And then you mash it right in there, which is cool. But if you find those in the wild, those go... I've sold those for, like, $35, and I think I've paid 2 bucks for them, which is actually pretty good for resale. And you find them a lot because people don't want to deal with... People just don't want them for some reason. Like, and and honestly, like I mean, people they're at the thrift stores a lot because I imagine, um, like grandkids they don't know what it is and they just give it away. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, not everybody has, like we said, the same love for vintage stuff. I think that you and I think um, I know for myself. I find a lot of my vintage kitchen stuff too at yard sales that's a big one too yeah. because people especially moving sales because you have to think people are like i need to downsize my kitchen i gotta get rid of all this stuff and honestly it's like you can find real gems at 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 yard sales garage sales whatever you guys call them Um, those sales yeah oh my gosh those
2: church sales church oh my gosh yeah i went to one it was a few months ago and they had they had the um the tupperware containers they were they're called servalier and they have like a um it's kind of like a spirograph lid to it. Mm-hmm. It has like the the ridges and you'll see it. You'll know it if you see it. And um, they were selling them for a dollar. So I brought them all home, all 12 of them. Love, them? Sales. For you. Love, love, love me some like, church sales.
0: Just like,
2: my husband's like, oh my gosh, they're literally in a box in my room right now. Because <laughs> like I and he's just like, I can't with you. But he knows how special it is to me. And I'm like, they have to be saved. They have to come home to my house. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. I'm such a sucker for anything that looks, you know, anything like that. But um, so when you're out looking, listeners and friends, so when you're out looking, like Jen said, and Daniela said, the church sales, the yard sales, the garage sales, um. Now estate sales, I never find I honestly, and I don't go to a lot of them, I never find anything I don't want to say good, but estate sale people know what they have and they know what to price it and they'll probably tell the family, you know, hold on to this. I'm hoping. So I never find anything at estate sales in this in this um market. And yeah. um or honestly, um people who just want to get rid of stuff? It's just crazy, Jen. Just like you, like your aunt. Like she's just like, come get this bowl. And, and oh my gosh, I would have been, I would have been in the car, and you would have seen the dust from the car, like the road runner, you know? <laughs> like a cartoon. <laughs> <dark dude. laughs>
1: that's so funny. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Well, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think you're getting our, our listeners all pumped up now, you know, and start looking Absolutely. for m- more Pyrex and more more Tupperware too. Because like we said, I think, um, you know, I think a lot of people have been feeling a shift and a change and, you know, and reselling, like we've talked about this, Danielle and I, and I think that people are starting to get open to the idea of like, I need to start looking at new categories, or um, like other people are saying, I'm getting tired, right, of selling the same things over and over again. I want a new challenge. I want something new. Like Daniela, you were saying, you wanted to start venturing more into home goods because um, mm-hmm. you wanted something new, like that kind of give gives you that feeling that clothing kind of first did, right, where it's yeah. like on the hunt, figuring it out, doing that kind of stuff. So um, I would highly recommend if that's where you are in your journey, in your reselling journey, just to. To start with kitchenware you know that's easy we all know it we all go in the kitchen every once in a while right <laughs> and, and do yeah. something there so it's like it's familiar and um you know and if not like we at least know people who did that who you can talk to right who who know this stuff who said i used to use these types of things i'm looking you know to to you know, add my collection to this, I'm looking for that, you know, just having these conversations with people, where you can start seeing what is it that people are, are out there looking for. And then on top of that, too, like joining some of these Facebook groups, you know, venturing outside of the thrift store, going to yard sales, church sales, something different, and you never know what you're going to find.
0: So true. Absolutely. And- Melissa, a lot of our listeners had reached out to us um after your first episode and they wanted to know how they could reach out to you if they had questions. Could you share with the listeners how they could do that?
2: Oh, absolutely. So um I'm on Facebook. I'm Melissa Sutlak Jackson. You can they um add me on Facebook. Or um, on Instagram, I'm Nanny Meg Resale. It's N A N N I E M E G Resale on Instagram. Also, I wanted to mention a few things. So, as we were talking about, you know, venturing off, you know, venturing away from reselling and all that stuff, um, eBay is actually a a good resource too if you want to find certain things on ebay Mm -hmm. ebay is crazy saturated with vintage tupperware but you can find some great deals on there and, um, but the shipping, I have a hard time with shipping on eBay and actually, you know, I'm, I have some things, you know, listed on eBay, but you know, I'm kind of, kind of venturing away from eBay at the moment, but, um, eBay is a great resource as well. And I wanted to share a story. So, and I think everybody will, you know, appreciate this story. So I recently started, uh, a new nine to five position and I'm a sales rep. So I get to go to all different places and all different thrift stores and it's just amazing, you know, but so in the office, there is a ton of different cultures in our office and we have a potluck every Friday So I'm primarily with a lot of Middle Eastern women and, you know, everybody's nice to each other and, you know, but conversation starters are kind of hard because we, we, the language, you know, there's a lot of language barriers. So I brought, um, we had a potluck and I brought some tuna salad in not the big yellow bowl, but it was another bowl I had picked up from the thrift store. It was probably from the seventies and it had the lid on it, you know, and all that stuff. And, one of the ladies like she doesn't speak well English but she saw the bowl and she pointed to it and then she gave me a hug and I said oh my gosh that's so sweet you know I was just so touched because I'm new and then another lady translated and she says her her daughter she gave. She had these bowls back, you know, when she was young, and she gave them to her daughter. And just seeing that bowl reminded of that exchange. So I don't know the the. I don't know the backstory. I don't know where her daughter lives and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But it was just so beautiful. Like yeah. we don't speak the same language, but we speak love through vintage kitchen items. <laughs> it's just crazy. I mean, yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's, so yeah, sweet. that's awesome. It Absolutely. So, add me on Instagram. Um, my, I did open up an Etsy shop because Daniela told me I had to,
0: <laughs> oh, but, um,
2: but they're all named Nanny Meg Resale because it just keeps it easy for me and those are after my two teenage daughters so i mean it's it's I'm kind of a that. weird name but, but you know Man,
0: it works for you it's not weird yeah. no it works for you and it has a story um well thank you so much melissa for coming on we're actually going to continue this episode over on the patreon guys so we're going to end the uh the tupperware conversation here but if you are a patreon member head on over to our page we are going to continue talking about Vintage Kitchen over there with Melissa and kind of talk about some more personal reselling related things and, and and all of that fun stuff. So thank you to everyone who listened. Jen and I will be back next week with another episode for you. We're going to be starting a series next week, a little mini series that we're so excited to Very do. Fun. And mm-hmm. our first guest, you guys are going to love. She's already been on once this year. Um, so stay tuned for that. But uh, thank you so much, everyone. We'll chat soon. Bye-bye. Bye.